I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. I'm transcending. Are you going alone? Coming with me? I'm transcending. Are you going alone? Coming with me? I'm transcending. Are you coming along? Going with me? I'm making change overnight. I'm making change overnight. Most of the time I abide by the guidelines alive, but sometimes it gets rough and I try to find another route that I could take before I raise and stand out. You see life for these some cars you don't want to face, but you got to learn to take it in stride and keep pace like you saying bold winning your life race. Do everything from within to keep your mind straight. Got to go beyond the limits of your grind rate. Got to turn it up and not do it for time's sake. You can't accomplish nothing when you sit in time waste. Don't let it pass away doing what you did yesterday. Cause tomorrow's not a promise. You could be caught up in the moment and before you know it, your whole focus on something that's so irrelevant but you say that you're so intelligent it's all about trying to figure out the truth to decrease doubt from within so you can find your own way out of what keeps you from giving it all you got trying to surpass your past and pass everything that lags and then you'll find that time pass fast like a flash so pick up momentum and press the gas and be aware that there's something there grasp it I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. I'm transcending. Are you going alone? Coming with me? I'm transcending. Are you going alone? Coming with me? I'm transcending. Are you coming along? Going with me? I'm making change overnight. I'm making change overnight. Tell me who doesn't want a greater life? Better walk, better talk, better thoughts, better sights. Want another chance to get it precise. When you know you went left, when you should have went right. But it's gonna be a height long as you move forward. And make a promise you'll only look right. And long as you don't turn, that's change overnight. Gonna take flight, everything pimp tight. Aight. You can't get caught up in your old ways. When you wake up every day, knowing the world change. There's no two days that stay the same. So tell me why you still in that same mind frame. That same thing got your brain trained to do things. And you too busy to stop it. Think of something different But you're saying that you're so different The only difference is we choose to do it differently And if we choose to do it right, I mean it's meant to be And if it's meant to be, it'll happen till eternity And if it does, that's forever till infinity With no bounds, no bonds, no limits Ain't no limit to the way we excel Above and beyond the call of duty that we live So I transcend to my better self My God I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. Yeah, I'm aware that it's something there. I'm sacrificing to turn it to my best self. I'm transcending. Are you going alone? Coming with me? I'm transcending. Are you going alone? Coming with me? I'm transcending. Are you coming along? Going with me? I'm making change overnight. I'm making change overnight. Beautiful. Praise Allah. Oh, yes. We open all meetings promptly. 
according to the circle seven and the divine five principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Without further ado, bring on the voices of Allah, great elder. Peace and love. Shalom, everybody. Give an honor to the Almighty God of love. Give an honor to our beloved prophet, the great noble Drew Ali. And we give honor to KOS and all the council members. Peace and love. And it's good to hear everybody's voice once again. Let's not take it for granted. Peace. Peace and love. <clears throat> How is the voice of Allah? Brother Nazir. Shalom to the family and all love to the listeners. And it's a beautiful, beautiful Sunday, day of the sun. Now, we in good high vibrations and loving every minute of this divine breath. I give all honors and praises to the great God, Allah, to our holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, to the hearers and the doors of the divine words. A peace on earth and goodwill to men. With love and peace, I yield the floor. Beautiful, beautiful. First, I rise in thought and give all praises to the great universal creator, Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Shout out the highest love and honors to Allah's prophet. Noble Drew, the great Ali. Highest love and highest honors to my father who gave life to thee. And highest honors and highest love to the mother who carried thee. Praise be Allah for giving unto thee a wife to treat with respect and love. All honors and love to the duels and the heroes. To all faithful members of society. To all the El's, Ali's, Days, Days, and Al's. Those who live and live in divineness. We begin tonight's show with an extraordinary topic. Extraordinary topic. I hope that uh, we have our notepads and note pens ready. Because it's going to be a great one. This is a topic that is, uh, you know, we glide over this. And you know, it's one of the fundamentals and it's one of the depths of mastery. Thanks for everybody tuning in. Shout out to all the listeners, to all the downloaders. International and national 
all over the world. Love and peace to all. Tonight's lesson in tonight's meeting is the subject matter is titled The Most Powerful Theme or the Most Powerful Vehicle in the Universe. Most powerful vehicle in the universe. Now, before we get into it, I want us to exercise our five senses and let's use our five senses. And what do we think before we begin tonight's lesson? What is the most powerfulest thing in the universe? I yield the floor. Shalom. Shalom. The topic, most powerful vehicle in the universe, or thing or vehicle. They're interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Thing and vehicle. Yeah. Well, uh, I would say it in one word, but I could say it in two words beside a lot, but I would say thought. I hear the flow on that. Beautiful measurement. Hey, as the divine nourishment, the technology of the flesh, that mind is the most powerful vehicle to drive. You can drive your thoughts into many different directions. You put it on stop, yield, or go. Mm. So, yeah, as the great aid of spoke, man, the power of the thought. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, powerful, powerful. Shallow in a shallow And the reason I said that because I said thought because when you look at the five senses, it had to come from somewhere. So it's always said there's a there's a product and there's a producer. I hear the flow on that. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. Well we see callers on the line. Any callers wanna take a strike? Press one if you want to become on the call line and give your wisdom. The question is, what is the most powerful vehicle? Vehicle. 
Mm-hmm. Let's think about it. Your vehicle. You know the most powerful thing right now, only earth right now, is your vehicle. So now we're talking of the universe. Because your car ain't going to the universe. One more other word sums it up as well as energy. I get the coach. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. All right, I'm going to ask one more question, then we're going to begin the message. Now, what is the hardest thing to tame in the universe? Shalom. Shalom. One word. Your mind. I get the flow. Beautiful, beautiful. All is divine. We got an impactful show tonight. All right. If that sums all our answers, that we'll get ready to begin our lesson. But before we begin, any comments, any presentations, any daily awarenesses? Shalom, no house. Ain't nothing worth being talking about. Ain't nothing but trouble. We don't we got we don't need none of that. We see enough of that. So uh, well, the elders. All is beautiful, all is okay, all is divine then. <clears throat> well we're gonna go we're gonna go to A prophet to see what a prophet has to say, and one of the prophets we're going to attend to that we're going to point our attention toward in this meeting <laughs> in this particular setting in this context, we're going to check out prophet James prophet. Ah, the Holy Bible Now it's a beautiful script That as the prophet Jesus laid down 
that the prophet James kept. And one of those things is the questions of today's meeting. Oh, what is the most powerful vehicle in the universe? And what is the hardest thing to tame in this universe? And it speaks in James that no man, no man can tame this energy. So if we did know, we're going to know. Because we're going to point it out. So in in your holy script, we're going to go to Prophet James. And it's a very short book, but it's filled with big wisdom. And out out of the... I think it has like five chapters. Out of the five chapters, I want to go into chapter three. Chapter three. And chapter three is going to speak towards today's lesson that we're going to be going in into. And we're going to read it all the way out. We're going to read the complete chapter three from verse one to verse 18. So there's a great understanding that we have to get without our getting. Getting the cars, the clothes, the phones, the accessories, after all our getting, we have to get understanding. So that's what are we here for, to get an understanding and an understanding, to better understand how to take ourselves to the highest plane of life. Verse 1 of chapter 3. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, The same is a perfect man. Now, we're going to pause right there and and bring it to a halt. Because we don't reach to the word of perfected man. So in order to build your perfect temple, mind in the tools of the workshop of the mind, these are where we use the tools to build up Character, the character of thought. So the character of thought is what's used to character build and to build in the perfect temple. Because the temple of Solomon has uh, been fallen, has been torn asunder. But now we're talking about what builds the perfect man. See, one is perfecting, and one is the perfect. And it speaks about what is the perfect. It says the one, if any man offend not in word, if any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man or woman. And able also to bridle the whole love. 
Now, here's an example of what was just stated about a fin not in words. The same as a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Now, before we go any further now, any of us, if we haven't had any horses in our lives, but we maybe have dogs in our lives, the same analogy goes for both. You know, in this case, it says you feed the horse bits. Say if you put bits in the horse's mouth, that they may obey us. Now, what is being said here? Something is first disobedient. And in order to make one obedient, first something has to be put in the mouth. And the horse, once you put the bits in the horse's mouth, the body conforms to the mind. A great science being delivered here It's teaching how to Control, direct Master your earth So in turn you can master The universe Because the earth Is the building blocks of the universe So if you can understand The plane You can understand the plane that you're not on Through the same Comparative analogy these are the comparative studies that we must break down in order to gain the understanding and the wisdom that's enthralled from the guidance of these divine prophets. Because men ain't doing it. We're talking prophets here. Prophets ain't a man, but we're going to get to that. Now, uh, oh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We ain't going to go, when we say we ain't going to put the cart before the horse. Let's let's mosey on So as we put the bits into the horse's mouth The body obeys So the body follows the mind Or follows the obedient The obeyer The mind follows the obeyer So the horse of the The mind of the horse follows Who's giving it the bits So who's giving it the bits The body follows So in introspect into what is being said here for universal principle is what is inside of your mouth. Because what's inside of your mouth is what's controlling your body. And if you got the if you got broken words, then you got a broken body. See the master is perfect and the perfect means whole. And the whole is not broken. See, the parts of the whole is just as the whole. Every part that has come from the whole is in the likeness of the whole. So in the same with the bits that that you put in the horse's mouth for the body of the horse to obey. Woo! Then verse 4 goes in. It says, behold, also, if we didn't get that comparative analogy, let's go to this. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great. Now, now this may be 
I burst out in laughter. Behold, also the ships, which though they be so great, now think about the Titanic, or think about cruise ships, or think about yachts, military boats, these big, I mean, over two-story mile boats. I mean, these are gigantic uh, vehicles. Now, these vehicles are so great and are driven of fierce winds, but yet these great 2,000-story ton building metal is controlled, is turned about with a very small hand. Oh, man, that cracked me up. A very small ham controller, two-ton metal-lized vehicle. And you wear 150 pounds of buck sucking, uh, uh, soaking wet. And you getting pushed around by the driven winds. The driven winds are what? What are the winds of the seas to a boat? It caused turbulence. It caused shakiness. What we're looking for is the unshaking. So that turbulence of the waves of the seas of the mind for the human is the thought. When we can't control the thought, we are wavered because that's due to our last lesson, intemperance. Due to the intemperance, we are unable to control what's net, what's Let's say what's necessary. And what's necessary is the progress of your soul, not the weakening of the flesh, because the spirit is strong, but it's the flesh that is weak, and it's the flesh that is guided by the wavering forces of the wind, of the mind. It goes here, goes there, goes everywhere. Now let's continue. So great. But a very small hem controls these big ships. Whithersoever the governor listens. So wherever the governor turns his wheel, this 2,000-ton body follows. So if you weigh less and you can find out what really turns your hem, then you can become the master navigator of your ship. And your ship can get destined to any destiny in any relationship because you are not to navigate your ship. Now, we look into the ship of mastery, and this is what the M stands for in Islam is mastery. We are master navigators once we learn how to navigate within the hemispheres of the creator and understand what the creator is and how we are part. And a partial of that creator. Verse 5. Now, here we go. We got to listen closely. We know the number 5 play with balance. When you want to learn power and balance, fine. This is why we are represented with the five-pointed star. Five. Now, we're coming into the contact of what is the hardest thing to tame in this universe. This is what's holding you back from mastery of any such. Verse 5, even so, the tongue, as we were discussing, between the hem of the two-ton ship, the hem, the stern wheel is small, 
smaller than the two-ton ship. So is the tongue smaller than your body. And it's actually the smallness of all body parts. Now, let's continue. Verse 5, even so the tongue is a little member, not big, not great, not enormous inside, not take up your whole head, but a little member and boasteth great big boasted things. The little tongue boasteth great, great big things. Big things popping, little things stopping, the tongue say. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. How great. Now, we have to put emphasis on great. It says how great. How great a matter. A matter is a thing. A thing is any vehicle that takes you from A to B. So when we talk and boast of a great things of ourselves, this is how arguments and fusses and breaks ups and divorces, it all happens from this little member. It all starts from this little member that we call the tongue. But it caused such a great fire. We gotta we gotta hesitate on that because the little tongue causes great fire. Now what is the meaning by great fire? Well we know great fires are disaster. So things that we heard burn, the word burn that has to do with fire, burn bridges. You burn up. It says burn up. See, so the tongue can cause a great matter. So we want to understand that the tongue is a fire. The tongue is a little fire that can cause a greater fire. So we always say you don't want to add fuel to the fire, right? So that fuel to the fire is the extension of your mind. What's the extension of your mind? Because your mind is not in this realm. The mind is not in your realm. It's something else that's pulled into this realm that makes this uh, your thought a reality in this realm. Because there's planes. And if we've been listening to KOS, we should understand planes. The seven days of creation or the seven days of from the creator has to do with planes. And through these planes, we exist right now that we're speaking on on a third-dimensional plane called Earth. Three-dimensional as in length, breadth, and width. Length, breadth, and depth. So the width, the width of something, the length of something, and the depth of something, being able to go inside of something considers it 3D. But on a non-shapeless form, this is the last realm or the la or the you would say the if it was a hierarchy from one to ten, 
10 being the lowest, this would be the realm of 10. This would be the lowest realm. So the mind does not exist in this realm. That's why the mind can go into different planes and and grab thoughts and pull those thoughts from those higher planes down to the plane that exists as the material flesh. So you have a, a, a plane of thought of getting a job. But getting a job is not on this plane as a thought. It exists as a in a realm in a realm of thoughts. And as a thought you pull in that energy that what you need from the job what it benefits. So what you need from what it benefits, a job brings that. So that thought system brings a job. And so you now pull from your mind. Anything that happens in this realm first happens in the mind first. It comes to the physical second. So when it comes to the mind first, it comes to the mind first via thought. But thought is not yet manifested in the flesh. It's manifested in the mental plane, which is in a different plane, once again, than your physical plane. Your mental plane is in the third plane. That's why you're able to think in this plane, being a third-dimensional being, giving you the ability to go third dimension, which can take you into fourth, fifth, and so on to the plane of infinite. Now, what we're understanding here is how the tongue is a fire. So through those thoughts is how we pull from them planes and we bring it into our realm called earth or the body or personality or what you call real. Now it exists as you applying for a job. Now you're actually in the making of applying for a job or you got the job. First, you didn't have a job. Now you have a job. So what we want to understand is how to more navigate and how to masterly become an adept into our own destiny. So, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So first and foremost, the tongue is negative. It is negative by its nature until it has something that's higher to raise its vibration, to transmute its energy to a finer, more substance that has more light, higher vibration. Because the lower the vibration, the slower the realm it goes, the lower the lower plane it goes. The higher the speed or the vibration, the higher plane it goes to the divine realm. So we're mastering how to get to that divine realm because we know how to stay on the realm we're at. But we were looking how to trend shift, how to transmute. So the tongue is a fire, a word of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members. So this is why we always start off with hating first. We always got some hating coming. What's more important is to check yourself. Check your own thoughts. Check the member. Now, this is what's important. 
that the tongue, that it defileth the whole body. So you can no longer be perfect once you misuse the tongue. Now, this is how and why this is the 12th degree. Because you're coming into the mastery of the disciples. The disciples are the energies that comes into your life. You can say zodiac. You can say 12 lords. The 12 round table. You can say the 12 disciples. Any analogy that helps you understand is what's important. That what you are doing is disciplining these 12 to become workers, servants, table turnovers. When the prophet Jesus, he didn't go out through the whole script turning over tables and displaying a a, 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 a behavior that the misperceived will perceive as rashness. That came from a divine place. A divine vibration. So you have to really go into these scriptures and read them slowly and carefully. Because once you start reading them slowly and start laying you, because what you're doing, I don't want to get too scientific, but what you're doing is getting your neurons to connect with your dendrites. And your dendrites is now forming bridges to better stimulate the light to those pathways. So you're now building back, uh, pathways from your um, your corpus callosum from each neuron of your pathways of your brain. So you're now networking, and every word you speak is a vibration. So you are awakening, invigorating every cell in your body. Know it, understand it, or not. But we need to comprehend it in the now. Because this is what it's going to take us to the level of neophyte to the level of hierophant. From the student into the tutor. We got to remember the tongue is a fire. The flame was brought to earth. But what's important with this fire that it defiles the whole body. So as we read in verse 2, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able bridle the whole whole body. And there we go again in verse 6. And the tongue is a fire, a word of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body. So it defileth the whole body, no longer perfect. You are broken. You are in part. And it setteth on fire the course of nature. 
it sets on fire the course of nature. Now, when you're encountering different species, especially different human species, these 12 zodiacs, you, you don't know, unless you know the zodiac, the type of nature you're going to encounter. So you have to be careful with the tongue because you could be stepping on one's belief, you could be stepping on one's faith unintentional, and you could be causing a separation that you are unknowing of. And through that unknowingly of, the person never speaks about it. So if the person never speaks about it using the tongue, it exists only in the mind. And if it exists in the mind, you don't know nothing about it. So this is why the tongue becomes such a powerful instrument as the most powerful thing, the most powerful vehicle in the universe that man has yet attained. The equivalence of a perfect man is an equivalence of a divine being. Perfect man is another way of saying divine. So if we want to understand the nature that we're dealing with, then we can understand how to set the nature into a positive progressive fire versus a digressive, recessive, unsuccessful fire that only breeds turmoil, hatred, smoothness, slain, and everything that harms. As divine beings that practice love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, that is not what we proclaim. It's love that keeps me going, keeps me flowing, keeps me coming back for more. I come back for more because I love the divineness so dear. It means so much. And that's why I do my best to get understanding as all divine prophets tell us to follow the instructions. Instructions are given for the prudent. The prudent receives through knowledge. But we're going to get into all this. We, now we just, we stay in the references. So as the references state, this is not coming from anyone of KOS. This is coming from the divine prophets. Now, it said it's on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. So there go all negative vibration. Everything lower self, everything contrary to the higher self. The higher self reverse is the tongue in hell, which is going to automatically put the body in hell. That's why they say you are convicted, and through convicted, you are sentenced, and you are sentenced by your tongue because the tongue speaks sentences. So we got to understand the catch that's being laid, the trap that's being laid, so don't get ensnared. This is why you have feelings to help you from getting ensnared. This is why thoughts 
and feelings goes together. That's why thoughts and feelings goes together like keys in a uh, key ignition. We we haven't understood the ego properly, and maybe I mean all the episodes we have broken down the ego. So hopefully this will encourage you to go back into the archives and download those streams that dedicated to helping you overcome and overpower the lower ego and divinate, bring to deific life that ego. You are the ego. You you heal with the ego, but you got to learn how to sanctify the ego, how to make the ego sacrilegious, make the ego a holy tabernacle. So this is what everything has been expressed in the hopes, in the faith and love that this is comprehended. Uh, Verse 7, for every kind of beast, now we're speaking of every kind of beast, of bird, of serpent, and of things in the sea is tamed, is tamed, is tamed, and have been tamed of mankind. Now we want to stop there because it's speaking of things outside of the mind things we can see physically. So we see things that physically have been tamed. Hmm. So we want to use that as a reflection that what's inside of you can be tamed because you can see it. You can see your tongue, right? Stick your tongue out. Look at it. Look at the little member that caused the great mischief, the big fire, the big Lebowski. Big Papa Pump, that tongue stay pumping up that lower self, inflating that lower ego, but not after tonight at least because we're going to have the Jews. We're going to have the DPS. We're going to have the address. We're going to have the direction to get exactly, precisely, with insurance, richer and greater than Geico. We're talking about divine. Given by only can only be endowed by your creator. Now the beast, the birds, the serpent, and the sea, and the things in the sea. Now, haven't you seen them? Them in aquariums. You don't been to aquariums. They tame. You don't been to zoos. So all these are aquariums and zoos, tamed. And who have done them? Has the animals put themselves in aquariums and and walked themselves into zoos and cages? No, it was a kind of man. It was a certain kind of man. Verse 8, but the tongue, but the tongue can no man tame. But the tongue can no man tame. Now take the last three letters off tongue. And that's how much it weighs. We got to understand this fire. This is why it causes so much disaster, more than it creates laughter. 
disaster or laughter, you choose. This the power you convey as a creator of your own intelligence from the wits of your wisdom, from the dominion of your mind. Beautiful this is. But the tongue can no man tame. Why? Because it is an unruly evil. See, you have to become a ruler over evil because the only good is to transmute evil. The only light is to transmute darkness. Everything else is is, is only new. Like they say, it's nothing new under the sun. It only appears to do because you haven't learned the art of transmutation. But we here we are tonight. This is why we meet because this is the meeting of the mind, of the heart. Keep their minds and hearts pure with love. It's the only way you're going to be able to comprehend this. It is an unruly evil. Your tongue is a ruler over evil right now. Your tongue is a ruler. It lashes out. Stone rattlesnakes. It hisses. It whispers. It voices. It boasts. But you find much time where the tongue praises. You give the tongue so much credence of problems. You give so much activity to the tongue of negative vibration. You love to speak. You love to encourage. You love to masturbate your thoughts into the ignorance of the tongue. We love to fall into the sensualized sensation of the carnal desires of the binding desires of man. We're no longer the soul or the spirit or the divine or any other thing godly of a creator is this but the leaning and the understanding of one's own will. This is why you would hear the prophet speak so much about doing someone else's will, because if he did his will, he will be cussing up a storm. But the divine don't cuss. The divine ain't profane. The divine ain't perverse. All is divine. Man is what corrupts every part of the divine. And it's through that little member called the tongue. How many things have been changed throughout history because of the opening of the mouth and the releasing of the tongue? How many wars have been started by the opening of the mouth and by the flipping of the tongue? How many lives have been destroyed? How many people have been already that vibration? I'm done talking that vibration. We back to the divine. I can feel it taking over how it says of the whole body. It defiling. The vibration started going down already. Started feeling for my people. Let's take it back a start. We got to ascend. So it is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. 
poison is the nature of the tongue and to its groom and to the ride of Lazarus. And to the soul has resurrected, the tongue is infectious, contagious of its deadly poison. Listen to the music. Music. You listen. You hear a lot of lip twerking. You will see a lot of tongue slanging. Music. Just slanging the tongue in any direction. And I think this direction has no, no recompensation. We must understand the law of recompensation. This is why my body just felt the negative energy, because that was the law of recompensation. Speaking the words of those people who carry on the behavior of negative traits, the body began, began to become defiled. See, it's not what goes in the mouth. It's what comes out. It's what comes out of the mouth. There will bless. Now, now, this is one of the perfect positions of statements of why this is said. Verse 8, we just read. Now we're going to verse 9. There will, we're talking about the tongue, there will we bless Allah, even the Father. And there will curse we men. which are made after the similitude of Allah, that are made after the image of Allah. These people you are cursing out are made in the image of, of the creator. And you see him just cursing them out. It was an old saying that the our Ancestors said that the devil speaks with a forked tongue. You heard that before? That's what it's speaking on. The devil that speaks with the forked tongue. One going this way, one going that way. A fork in the road. This is how we know the sign from a perfect man. A divine being from an earthly soul being, natural being. Remember in the scriptures it said there's a difference. There's a spiritual and there's a natural. Things of the spiritual are compared to the spiritual. Things of the earth are compared to those of earthly. So I just want to reawaken the neuron in the brain to rewire them dendrites, your nerve highways, your nerve wires to transport good thoughts so it can sink down as a submarine sinks in the water. Let the truth sink down into your heart. As a child learns to see their parents, Run after understanding, comprehension of your creator. 
as you love your ego, love your brother that has an ego. Love your sister that also has an ego. We all come from different places and different walks. So we got to understand the talk because what we talk is a fire so we know it's a spark. So understand what we're trying to ignite. We're trying to ignite a fight or we're trying to ignite the light. Understand their will. We bless. We God. And their will curse. We men. Which are made after the same similitude of that creator. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, my ethereum, these things are not to be. These things are not so to be. It says, let let there be light, and so it be. So now that we're coming into this truth, let it be. Let it go. And let the love flow. Let the love of the divine flow. Now here it go, verse 11 of Matthew. Do fountain, do a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my ethereum, bear olive berries? Can the peach bear apples? Can two men bear a child? Can two women bear a child? Then we are blessing and cursing God at the same time. Either a vine or fig, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued, dude, with knowledge among you? Let him show out a good conversation, his works with meekness of wisdom. So it just shows you how you're going to find this through good conversation. You're going to find this through good conversation. How they say conversation rules the nation. Now we see where it comes from because it shows the state of your mind. We don't know the state of your thoughts, but we know the state of your thoughts through your words. And this is why they say take the S at the end of words and put it at the front, and words are swore. With meekness of wisdom, not not procrastination or pontification or any of those 
self-proclaimed arrogances. But we're talking about meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your heart, if your mind is bitter and strife is in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. That's when you tell the, the greatest lie is when your heart is feeling some type of way and your thoughts are bitter. This is when you will lie, lie, and become a compulsive liar. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly. See, that's earthly. Anything that calls envy or negativity in the mental state of your mind on an emotional standard, and anything that makes your heart feel the strife, then it's against truth. And you may speak against this with your tongue because you are the governor of your tongue. You are the Congress. You are the representative. So you make the laws and enforce the laws all through the tongue. But there's a wisdom that only comes from above. See, and we get confused. We think that's what is earthly is wisdom. It's not. It's it's a different form. Devilish, sensual devilish that we call mental states of negativity in the heart when it's in a state of negativity. That's why the prophet Nobu Ali says in Acts 7 that the hearts and minds of all Moorish Americans must be pure. He's taking you by the hand to a divine state. We're going to get to some words from our divine, illustrious, great, magnificent prophet of Allah. Verse 16. For where envy and strife is. Now, instead of Mentioning all the negative states, I mean, it's a long, it's an infinite plane of negative. But we're talking about some of the most deadly poisons. Envy, envy is one of the deadliest poisons of the mental state. Envy and strife is, for where envy and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. So this is where all confusion is breeded from. This is where all confusion and what we so-called evil work is breeded from because we become jealous of one another. We become bitter in the heart. So it tells us about verse 17 of how to turn this bitterness 
into sweetness. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Sounds like the prophet. It's first pure. That's love, right? The first principle of being a divine being is love. Love. Love will lie not against truth, which is our second principle. So through our second principle, we lie not against truth. Because wisdom is first pure. Then peaceable. What comes after love and truth and our five principles? Oh, the angels of Allah speaks it out in the background. Peace. Peace is our third principle. So wisdom that is first, that is from above, is pure and peaceable and gentle and easy to be entreated, full of mercy, full of mercy. And good fruits Without partiality Without any stereotypes Without any prejudices None of that And without hypocrisy Saying one thing Doing another This is wisdom We want to Slow down, and we want to ice skate on this. We want to enjoy, as a ballerina enjoys twirling, we want to enjoy the thirst from the words of our creator. The wisdom that is from above is first pure. That in our holy prophet teaches, it tells us that the only way that love can make its way, that purity has to pave the way. And this is this is the statement that's been stated in the Holy Bible. That the wisdom that is above first is pure. Then peaceable, peace, shalom, Islam, shalom alaikum, assalamu alaikum. Peaceable, gentle, easy, not hard to approach, but easy to be approached. So that's what it means to be easy to be entreated, full of mercy, not hatred, severity, severeness, but also good fruit. When you do good things, you get rewarded good, beautiful. Good fruits without any judgment or any hatred. And our final verse, and we're going to bring it open and let the panel's members 
voices of Allah. It, verse 18, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make, that make, that make peace. So we close that understanding that got to make peace as the truth will make you free. Shalom, peace and love. Let's open the floor. Shalom. Shalom. All I can say is it's been sweet as honey. Stronger than a lion. And soaring like an eagle. On this plane. I'm so proud of you. Talk like a man that know what he's talking about. I just want to say this right here because I have always lived at that scripture, and I used to, I, I don't I don't even have a Bible I'm looking in right now, and I can quote it. Mm, beautiful. He said, write it upon the table of thy heart. See, that's what you want to do, and that way you have it. But this scripture that I was talking about is from Proverbs. And it says, he that keepeth his mouth and his trouble keeping his soul from trouble. And the other one that says that you can tame everything but a man's tongue. I love that scripture there because it was so true. It was the tongue that got the Daniel throwed in the lion's den. Mm-hmm. It was the tongue that false accused of someone had stolen another one's baby or child. You remember what Solomon had to do? Because both women were saying that was my child. That was the tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you been lied on or have you lied on anybody? Well, this will be for I love I'm I i can not get enough of it. I'm gonna shut my mouth where I can hear some more. Because I know some more folks out there listen, got some things to say. I'm proud of this song. Keep the good work up. Keep studying on because I can see it and I can hear it. Just keep on pushing on. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you, beloved. 
Shalom. Indeed, it has been beautiful. I would just like to bring that up what was beneficial. Oh, well, excuse me. It all is beneficial. Uplifting to the spirit. Understanding the true the truth of wisdom. Understanding that it is first pure. That means so much to the heart. But the wisdom that is from above is pure. But not only pure. Not only pure, but peaceable. Peaceable. Gentle. As your child giving you that kiss. Full of love. It meant so much to me. Offend not in words, and ye shall remain perfect. That uplifted my soul to a greater height. That took me through the ether planes. That took me through the ether planes on that one. I have been over here on the edge of my seat. Spirits in alignment. But yes, I want I, I want to hear somebody else. But yes, I I, I use the flow on that. It, it, it is beautiful. Oh, beautiful! Yes, all oh, divine. We got callers on the line, but ain't no one press one. So now's the time to press one. If you want to say anything or have any questions or any clarity or any testimony. Or is this beneficial to you? So keep that open for a moment as we get prepared for our next lesson. So now we have seen a demonstration. And we're going to bring the same demonstration from the start of today. So we're going to go in on the Holy and Divine Circle 7, chapter 2, verse 22. Now, love cannot manifest until its way has been prepared. Read that one more time. Now. Love cannot manifest until its way has been prepared. And naught can rend the rock and bring down lofty hills and fill the valleys up and thus prepare the way but 
security. But purity in life, men do not comprehend. And so, it too come in flesh. And you, Elizabeth, are blessed because yours is purity made flesh. And he shall pave the way for the way for love. Mm. Take it right back to the first principle. The principle of love. Verse 25. Digging in this very closely. This age will comprehend but little of the works of purity. And love. But not a word is lost. We're just speaking on the words. Not a word is lost. For in the book. Of our law of remembrance. A registry. Is made of every. Thought. Mm, Every thought. And word and deed. And when the world is ready to receive, lo, high Allah will send a messenger to open the book and copy from its sacred pages all the messages of purity. And love. For my study, that sounded like the prophet over Jew Ali to me. Then every man of earth will read the words of life and language of his native land. Brought it to the West. And men will see the light walk in the light and be the light. And man again will be at one with Allah. And those were the divine scriptures. Chapter 2. Verse 22, 22 through verse 28. Mm, that was beautiful. Sent a messenger to open the book and copy from its sacred pages of all the messages of purity and love. And not only taking you from your cardinal self, but taking you to Taking men will see the light, walk in the light, and be the light. Reading that again, redirected another 
neurons pathway in my brain. Every time it do something to the spirit. But I give the flow back 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 to the note. Chief Shari. Praise Allah for what y'all just deliver. When when man honors man, he honors Allah. That's being love, as the brother just pronounced. Be love. And those five principles are the five principles of divine being. So you have to be love, be truth, be peace, be freedom, and be justice. The truth shall make you free, and with that freedom, you shall make your own peace. So through understanding what has been delivered with such profundity that we must acknowledge not just its eloquence, but the deliverance of simplicity through that eloquence. We see that it says that no man can tame the tongue, but it is a man that can tame the tongue, as it was in the verse 2. It was in the perfect man. See, there's a mankind, and there's different kinds of man. So there's even a kind of man, and then there's a perfect man. So out of those different kinds of man, you have a perfect man. And in our text, we call that perfect state the divine being, the living truth. So as we see what resides on the tongue is something that's invisible. Now, what resides on the tongue, when you stick your tongue out, like when you're sticking your tongue out at somebody, nothing comes out. But when you vocalize something, it makes sounds. So we want to understand that these sounds are words. These sounds are words, family. Words are the most powerful thing in the universe. Even the creator spoke. Let's go back. Let's go to first Genesis. And we know Genesis means creation. So we're stepping into a realm of creation and we're seeing things already exist, but it's some things that haven't existed yet but can come through a medium and become a reality of existence. As the chapter 1, verse 1 of Genesis states, 
In the beginning, the creator created the heaven and the earth. Verse 2, and the earth was without form. So the same earth we see with form was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of the creator moved upon the face of the waters. Verse 3, and the creator said, and there we have it. Verse 3 is the creator speaking. So even the creator spoke. And you are a part of that creator. So you speak. And what the first thing that God, the creator, spoke? The first words were so positive. The first words were so positive. And every word that came out of the creator's mouth are divine by nature. It's the tongue of man that strips, that perverses, that profanes, and creates the blasphemy of the creator. Just the word atheist. There's a word alone that blasphemy. To even be to be anything takes a creator. That's why when the creator spoke the first words was, there be. Now, the creator is speaking on something that's not in existence yet. Now, let's make sure we comprehend that, that what the creator is speaking is not in existence yet. If he had to speak it, it is not. In, in existence yet To speak it is to create So as the creator We already seeing the power Of a creator The power of a creator Creates A heaven and an earth The power of a creator moves it moves upon the deep. It moves upon the face. And it also speaks. Let there be light. And after there was being, and there was light. Then it says the, the creator saw. There goes another. So can you create Can you go on the surface of things Can you go on the deepness of things Can you move in one direction And move to another direction Can you speak Can you say what you want to be 
Can you see what you are speaking? Can you see what you are being? Create a sort of light that it was good. So it already showed that the creator has discernment. The creator saw something and then through seeing it, knew it was good. And the creator divided the light from the darkness. Now, can you divide light from the darkness? Clean water from the tap water? Can you go get you some clean water right now? Or can you go get you some tap water right now? Can you divide the light and the darkness? Can you know the difference? Between a child and an adult. That's divine light from the dark. All these attributes that the creator contains, we contain. So we must understand that words are the most powerful thing in the universe. Because words is what form makes or what forms when we see speaking, speaking is a form of sounds. So sounds is how we are forming the reality around us. Through each sound of your voice, through each sound of the syllable of each sentence and each word you speak, vibrate. As you press the accelerator on the gas pedal to your engine, it's the same intensity. Your energy vibrates when you speed it up to the vibration of divine. And you slowing down to a lower plane is you pressing the brake, coming to a complete halt, to a stop, to a complete stop where you can't go anymore. You have to reassume. You have to divide yourself from the brake back to the gas, the light and the darkness. So we have to understand that the light and darkness are both formations. The darkness is void. The light is something the creator saw. It didn't see it didn't see what was void. It didn't use the word see. But when it saw the light, because we're speaking on darkness and we're speaking on light, which are two different forms. One is formless and one is of form. You can always see form, but you can never see formless with the eyes that you see the form with. It's something being prolifically said here. It spoke of as light. And something that wasn't here before is saying, let it be. And after it said, let it be, it said it is good. So everything that comes out of your mouth is supposed to be good because you have released it. You are the governor of the most powerful thing in the universe. You're more powerful than the president of any country, any state. You're more powerful than any king of any country. You're more powerful than any emperor of any kingdom. You're more powerful than any sultan 
of many empires. You are from the divine providence of the creator itself. Circle seven. The bodies and the souls of men are for night things, but man himself is not the body nor the soul. He is a spirit and a part of the creator. Just that you have thoughts show that you are a spirit, and that spirit is a part of a creator. And the creator speaks, have sounds that emit, and you are made in the similitude of that creator. Now, what we got to understand here is the tongue and the and the difference between the tongue and the tones. Now, you're not looking here to speak tongues. You're not looking here to speak in tongues. What you're doing is wanting to get the tone right. You're here to tune up. So <clears throat> the tone is the actual formation of the reality you create. So another word for sound in a more formed or impressive mode is tone. You see, if you take the T off tone, you got the word one. And the T represents time thought. See, this is how we become one, through the tone of our talk. Of our thoughts And your tone is from your thoughts And your thoughts come from what you were taught So whatever you were taught Builds tone Which in return Renders realities That you can see now As God said He saw the light was good When it's speaking about the tongue is a little member, that's describing the tongue. But what turns the tongue into a great fire is the tone, is the striking of these words, is the rubbing of energy called words. Words create friction, and and friction creates energy. A spark, you rub two, you rub two sticks, wood, you rub two wooden sticks together, you can get fire. So the soul and the spirit rubbing each other, coalescing one another creates a spark. And the spark is a tone, and the tone is what reson, what's resound. Re-resonate is resounding. When you resonate, you are resounding, and what you are resounding is the tone that is inside. So now you are resounding what is inside internally. So through external expression called words, it kindles the nature of whatever you're in front of by its nature. So we must understand, you know, why 
this is why you were stripped, but we're not going to get into that. But this is why you were stripped of your language, because the language derives on a tone, and the tone resides on the tongue, on the tongue, the tongue. And when it resides on the tongue, you speak a certain tone, and each of these tones resonate with cellular DNA helices inside of your body. So certain tones ignite and open up the gate, cellular gates, just as Wi-Fi open up when you get in certain locations and different Wi-Fi's open up. The same way when you speak certain tones, different cellular workers ignite that energy, that, that tone resounding. And therefore, it takes the vibration of what it says about the quickening the, the quickening of the body by the holy breath. Let me get the exact words. The quickening of the body of the holy breath. This is how we rise the essence of a body to the higher tone. So when it speaks about in chapter 17, verse 36, in the flesh of man there is the essence of the resurrection of the dead. This is essence quickened by the holy breath. We'll raise the substance of the body to a higher tone. You see, if the word tone is used, because a higher tone is a higher vibration. And when you're on a higher vibration, you're going to resound the vibration that you're currently toning. So you're going to intonate that sound through your phonetic. And through your phonetics of speaking, you can morphalize or morphologize the formation of tone. So I could say tomato, I could say tomato. Any way you are retonalizing, which is restructuring the vibration of a nature. So to get to your original tone is to get back to the cellular structure of your tonage in your DNA. Now, this is why every cell or every sound has a hertz. Each sound has a hertz that is measured in cycle. So this is why it comes in the point of being measured in tones and resounding and every sound has a vibration and nothing rests and everything is in motion because cycles are in motion and cycles are measured in hertz. And hertz are measured basically in tones. So C used to be at a different tone than it was in ancient Egypt in our ancient ancestral days, the music of that day was in a different tone than it is today. It was in a different hertz. Today it's in 440, where in the ancient it was in, it was 432 hertz. So these are tones that can resonate, that you could go online and type in that once you know the resonated hertz, that you can listen to these hertz. That's why they call biannual beats or anything like that, because it's tuning you to the vibration that you're listening to. You're re-echoing now. A vibration outwardly internal now. So it's now shaking your cells to cause to emit that vibration. But if you, uh, it goes off after a certain while, minutes, hours of length. But if you go to the same figuration of thought, it redescends the tone. So that's why you have to get to a, to a level where you can self-master self, where you don't have to go to music. You don't have to go to subsidiaries. You don't have to go to substitutes. You can be entertained by your own thoughts. You are you are your own creator. You should never be bored on earth once you understand you are a creator. 
Let's get back to the lesson. The tone is the formation of words, right? We made that come alive. The tongue is different. We see? We made that come alive. Now, this is what the tongue is, in, in my view. This is my opinion now. This is my opinion from my study. Now, the tongue is the interstellar transmutator. The tongue is the interstellar transmutator. Now, what I mean by that is this is the light that gives you the ability to transmit different light to different other shapes and forms of other light. Like you could say hate, that's a light, and you could say love, that's a light. The tongue is what gives that interstellar, that between travel, between that transmutator of you being able to transmute the energies of each polarity. So once we begin to understand that the mouth in, encompasses a power that we call the scepter of power that now is the governor of the universe, the Lord of all planes. So you Lord on every plane manifest through words, Lord on every plane unmanifest by thought. Now this is how, this is the right way to be taught. See, thought is taught. Your thought is your thought. What you are taught is your thought. So I just want to connect A and B and all the way to Z and then reverse it back to A. See, we're going from the scriptures to life reality to what we can see as our own creative being. So as an interstellar transmutator, that means the tongue can transmute any mind state, any degree, condition, vibration, pole. Now, all those mean the same thing, just whatever tickle your fancy. Meaning, whichever you comprehend, greatest, out of state, degree, comfort, uh, con- condition, vibration, and pole. Whichever you understand more, you comprehend most, roll with that and understand the tongue is the transmitter, is the transmutator of these energies. It can transmute any mind, pole, condition, vibration, anything likewise into a thing, into a thing or a matter, for instance. And I'm going to be very, very far-fetched right now just so we can fully grasp it. I mean, it'd be exaggerative right now. Now, let's say you in the, you you are in the happiest mood. Now, and you get the call that the closest person to you has transitioned. Just that instant of someone telling you transmuting that energy of that news and you feeling good, not hearing it yet, and then once you hear it, that tongue that released it now transmuted that energy into sadness, depression, weeping, mourning, has retransmuted you from that state of happiness into a state of mourning, of grief, of sorrow. So that stands for all planes, finite and infinite. 
Words now. Words are the vehicle. Oh, better be getting this. Words are the vehicle to transport energy. If I want to transport the energy to you, I'm going to use words. So if I want to deposit something in your bank account, I'm going to give you money. If I want to deposit something in your mind, I'm going to give you words. Words are the vehicle to transport energy. Now, this way it come real fly right here. You know what they were saying? It's a, it's, a, it's a scriptural quote that says, we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, we're going to clear up some murky ethos. We're going to raise that lower tone into a tone of higher. Now, this is where it comes into the transporting of energy. See, energy, can you see energy? Okay, remember how faith was described? Faith is a substance not seen. Let's connect. It's Wi-Fi. This is where it's speaking about seeing. See, sight is something you can see. Faith is something that is unseen. So it's describing a type of language here. You have a language of sight, and you have a language of faith, of reason. In other words, there are words of the creator, and there are words of the creation. Okay, if y'all didn't get that one. There are words of the creator. And they are words of man. Okay, just in that one didn't get. They are words of the creator, and they are words. Now, I hope that hit. Now, if that didn't hit, I hope this will hit. They are words of the creator, and they are words of self. The devil is yourself, your own creation, your own creature, not following by faith, by words that vibrate on the realm that's unseen. But you follow that by sight in which you created. You follow the bank account you created. You follow the car you created. You follow the lower things you created. But leave the higher self to orphanage, to adoption, to another guardian, to be adopted by the same spirit that's overtaking you to make you impress into those lower activities. What I just expressed is the secret of words. And that secret of words is one more time. That they are words of the creator and they are words of the self, the devil, the devil self. 
This is the secret of words. So as the great elder pointed out, that fabulous proverbial phrase that we love. You're reading Proverbs To understand words That belong to the creator And the words that belong To the devil's self Because they cannot mix What is mixed Is no longer pure What is pure is unmixed Now we're going to bring some pro, pro some scriptures to bring in a testation to what is being said. That how these words are creative force and the words of the Most High, and you got words of the devil self. Now Proverbs eighteen twenty one. We're going to go through a few. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. There we go. That's what it's saying. The devil and the creator are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit of. Whatever you love, you shall speak. And what you shall speak, you shall eat. The fruit thereof. Uh, first Peter, for he that would love life, seek see good days. Let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips that they speak no guile. Proverbs fifteen and one, a soft answer turneth away wrath. But grievous words stir up anger. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Matthew chapter 12 verse 36 But I say But I say unto you That every idle word Every idle word Every non-working word That man shall speak They shall give account thereof In the day of judgment Psalms 141, verse 3. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Reflection for James, verse 3. I mean, chapter 3, verse 8. But the tongue can no man tame. 
It is an unruly evil fully of deadly poison. James 1, verse 26. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridle not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, meaning you speak what's really inside of your heart, you speak against your heart, you deceiveth your own heart. This man's religion is vain. Proverbs verse 10, chapter 10, verse 19. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin. In the multitude of words, large sentences, you know people that don't even let you get a word in. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin. But he that refraineth his lips is wise. Don't say everything on your mind. What's the love in your chest? Proverbs chapter 15, verse 28. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer. But the mouth of the wicked Pours out evil things. Go listen to these music songs. Remember, the tongue defileth the whole body. It heals. It keeps the body whole because the body whole by its nature. But what defiles the body is the tongue. What comes out of the mouth, not what goes in. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18. There is that, there is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword. But the tongue of the wise is health. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. A wholesome, there we go. Correlating to the whole body A wholesome tongue Is a tree Of life But perverseness Therein That mouth Is a breach In the spirit Psalms chapter 19 Verse 14 let the words of thy mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Creator, my strength and my redeemer. See, your mouth has to be directed towards the Creator, the Most High. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, 
slow to wrath. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 14, when you do all things, when your daddy and when your father and your mother tell you to do something, or when your auntie and your uncle tell you to do something, do all things without excuses and without murmuring and without disputing. Because we're trying, because just like earlier, when I was just talking about, I was just murmuring about the negative realities of people. Having those discourses of disputators was, as the thing was, as the verses were saying, was defiling my body. So the same vibration. So one said, man, why I got to do this? Why I do that? This again? It lowers your vibration instantaneously. want it? You desire that? Or do you desire the creator? He, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3, he that keepeth his mouth, she that keepeth her mouth, keepeth her life. Say the wrong things, mama might smack you in the mouth. Say the wrong things, you might get punished. You might get put on punishment. Or you might ask for some ice cream in the wrong way. And you might get told no. It's about positivity. We have to love each other. So another mind can feel the field of the heart when the heart feels the hate. The heart can feel the hate immediately. This is not no mechanical robot. This is a living truth. So the person that keepeth their mouth keepeth their life. He or she that open wide their lips shall have destruction. So we see the power that words have. Words are a creative force. They have life in them and they have death in them. So learn to program yourself or reprogram yourself from what you've been taught by the word. This is why I say in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word still is. It's just not was, it still is. The Word is the Creator. We got to understand why is words the Creator, because words build worlds. You are a creator by word, and words build worlds, which are realms of thought. 
realms of thoughtivity. So there's a light of Allah and there's a light of man, the devilish man, the lower self man, the cardinal man, a gluttonous man, the lustful man, the avarice man, the slothful man, the lazy man, the greedy man. And there's a meekness. There's a wisdom of meekness that comes from above, that is first pure, then peaceable, and gentle. And let this echo, resound, vibrate within your being. And let the words display what state or what degree or what condition or what vibration, or what pole you manifest at will. This is the will of Allah or the will of the creator, is knowing the words that belong to the will. Did the did the prophet Jesus or did the prophet Noble Drew Ali come speaking their own words? Or did they come speaking words of the creator? We can go in plenty, plenty realms of thought where that is distinguished. That the prophet in the Holy Bible, Jesus spoke of love. The creator is love. So throughout his whole mission, he did not have any murmurings. He did not even cry, weep, plead when he was spit on, cut up, bruised up. Now we stand in the allegory to understand the sameness of two different lights. See, words come from the heart. Words come from the heart. To the mouth Words come from the heart Into the mouth Thought occurs in the mind So there's plenty in instances well, we're going to line up some of the great prophet Jesus and some of the great prophet Noble Drew Ali. Now, we're going to listen very closely to the usage of words. Remember, you know a perfect man by his words. That's why people love Prophet Jesus of how he spoke, his words. There are certain words of faith, and there are certain words that are not of faith. That's why he said all impossibilities 
off of men. But with the creator, with Allah, all things are possible. See, we're talking about a divine. Let me actually go to that script. Life is a movie. Let's go to that script. Mark 10 and 27. And Jesus looking upon them says, when men, with men, it is impossible. See, that's what we're speaking on with man. He cannot, or with one man, she cannot tame the tongue. One man and man have to become divine in order to tame the tongue. With man, it's impossible. But with the creator, for with the creator, all things are possible. See, those are words. Words, you have words that are of man, and you have words that are of the creator. With the words of the creator, when he spoke, didn't it come to an existence? Let there be light. Did that not occur, or did it occur? It occurred. So the same thing is possible within you. If you understand the power of words, the power of being, Be water, my friend. Got something very powerful here. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. We may have heard that before. See, that's talking about two people speaking of the most high, the creator, the sciences of the universe. There is the mist. There you can find the creator or Christos or the Messiah, the Mash, the Mashiach, the High Mashiach. This is why the the High Mashiach says, "My Father." which gave them me, is greater than all. I always point to something greater. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. The will of the creator and the will of man have became one. The words of the creator and the words of man have became one. I'm glad I just said that because that made me, that provoked that thought. We want to bring the lower self into the equation. Because, you know, the lower self, we need to be able to rectify. So, because the lower self has words too. And so the lower self is always the negativity, but especially in the negativity when they speak about the dragon, the devil, the beast, the Satan is speaking on the vibration of the lower self. And these are words that belong to the lower self to the lower self. See uh chapter two, or no second Corinthians chapter eleven, verse fourteen say, And no marvel 
for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So you have to be discerned because people can deceive you with words. So if you get caught up in the mind sex and not the heart love, then you can get got every time. You can become gotten every time because the uh, Lucifer said that he was going to exalt his throne above the stars of the Most High. Can we see the language that's there, the words that's being used? I mean, it's huge. So we have to take these into account when we bring these things into uh, examination. When it says in one of the main uh, highlighted, a major highlighter of, of scriptures of Ephesians 6 and 20, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That tells you right there that's the sight. That flesh and blood is not what we wrestle with, but against the principality. The energy that exists within the body And the user of that energy we call the soul So it's never, we can bring Let's bring something as simple as a a pencil A pencil you can write with and take notes of the most high Or you can take a pencil and sharpen it and use it as a stabbing device. The pencil itself is not neither good or evil. It is. It's the user that picks up what is and decides to use it in such a manner. So it's the way that you use your such of word. It's the way that you use your choice of word. The word a pencil a note to take, or a stabbing device. It's one that speaks as piercings of the sword. And it's some people that you love to speak to. So as it speaks on, we have to understand what the scripture is saying. Proverbs 8 and 13 speaks of it very, very profoundly. It says the fear of the creator is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy, and the evil way and the froward mouth do I hate. Because these is what procreates the steady constancy of negativity. The Lord don't want nothing to do with that. Just like the landlord don't want nothing to do with you can't pay your rent. I ain't got time to hear none of that. Created this contract, you created to fulfill this contract. So those are some examples of the lower self. When it says, be ye angry, sin not, it's talking, that's the higher self talking to the lower self because the lower self was sin. So we're learning how to use words. 
instead of lashing out at a statement that you didn't like, you're going to say internally, sin not, speak with love. No matter the jurisdiction of the other, you are always accountable for your actions. Every thought, word, or deed is registered. We can't get away. So we must come close. We must come towards. And we must pull the curtains from the wizard of ours, the lower self. So versus that, when you got uh, uh, other sins as So many, and let the peace of the Creator rule in your hearts, to which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. When you say that, you can feel the positivity behind it. And if you were to say something that's of hate, you will feel that negative release, that resounding or that resonating resonance of negativity. You feel it within your heart, the strifeness. So now we're going to go to the prophet, Noble Drew Ali. We know we brought out some points of the prophet Jesus, and we know well if we have studied the Bible any or the New Testament any, Jesus, prophet Jesus' words are very nurturing, nourishing, loving, very well spoken. So this comes from the prophet Noble Drew Ali, the Moorish literature, the poor, the prophet has spoken. All governors and grand sheets and head officials that got anybody of Moors, of any temple, of the Moor Science Temple of America, he or she must be, uh-oh, be, not think, not perhaps, but be of good moral, moral standard, and a heart of love, and their works must be of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. They are to imitate the prophets in speech and teaching in any said temple. And the Father are one. To imitate the prophet Jesus is to imitate the Father of Jesus. To imitate the prophet Noble Drew Ali is to imitate the Father of Noble Drew Ali. Who ordained all divine prophets. They must not be under the influence of intoxication, not be under the influence of intoxicating liquor or any other harmful motive that would terminate to become detrimental to the organization. It must not be known that any leader is staying away from home or neglecting his duty at 
home or must allow the public to know of their wrongdoing. They must forever live the life of love at home, and it must be known by all the members. They must not speak rash words, nor any profane language in the mildest form to any other individual, to any other individual, speak not rash words or any profane language to any individual. Because a leader without influence of good works cannot be a leader. And to be a Moorish leader, you must study the Quran and the divine constitution that is handed down unto you by I, the prophet. So we see the prophet demonstrating the same lovingness, carefulness, strategicness, lovingness, be, be, uh, the uh, beneficence and the benevolence of the prophet, noble Jew Ali, to use and to leave this behind as handed down. To his Moorish Americans. So, in order that we stay divine, the prophet, a warning from the prophet reads Renew your acts, amend your ways, because the great conference is on its way, and it is where the law will be enforced before the great grand body. So we have to renew our acts. We must amend our ways to the ways of divineness. There is no favorite in any of the temples, for the law is laid down, and everyone who claims a part of the work must be governed accordingly. All are one. All are one. That's love. There is but one temple in this nation, and there is but one prophet of the temples. I come to speak to all nations, bringing them a message of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And as the beloved noble brought out earlier about what paves the way for love is purity. And purity had to come in form so it could be comprehended. You are not to you you must not speak anything that will prejudge the minds of the public against the divine movement. So beautiful here. That we get to see a living manifestation that we, that we know walked in the flesh, seen is worse, and are living the worst left behind, and carrying them out to do greater.
the prophet has supreme laws of holy instruction. Every temple and head is to function, because remember we're talking about the Solomon's temple. Same prophet Jesus was talking about. But we're talking about the prophet of today's time, and we're talking about the temple again, Solomon's temple. Every temple and head, your kingdom, is to function by words, deeds, and actions, imitating the prophet, especially when teaching a group of moors, any group of moors. There are these are the general laws. The supreme laws will be handed you tomorrow night. The supreme council will be chosen tomorrow. Consisting of seven men, tried and true, accepted by you according to their words, works, and deeds. What did Prophet Jesus say? That faith without what is dead? Faith without works. That faith is the word. That word without the work is not a deed. It doesn't complete. And this is what's being recorded. So when we are the heads of our temples, the head of all temples are to by force refrain from all wrath words, profanity in the mildest form from its members. They must live the life of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And refrain from all alcoholic liquors or any other harmful things that would terminate to destroy peace or any other of the divine principles. Why are you doing something that's going to destroy one of the divine principles that you are building up? Remember, the temple can be built and destroyed. You are the head of your temple. You are the governor of your temple. You are the grand sheik of your temple. You are the grand sheik of your body of nature, your mother nature. So it's a certain way. This is what we must obey. We are refrained to do those things that destroy peace and any other Five or the other divine principles. You are not to contribute to anything that would cause the public to disagree with you or any other member. And for one to lead a group of moors, you must keep your house clean. Clean with good Deeds, kind words, your wives. Brothers must hear good words, kind words, and must know of your good deeds. We see that correlation of the prophet Jesus and the prophet noble Drew Ali paying so much attention to the carefulness of words. 
paying so strict attention. You didn't hear the prophet Jesus use cussing words or profanity. Though I'm sure he would love to or would like it to in those days, but the vibration would allow it. Because when you're imitating, imitating so di- something divine, you can't be profane. So we have to keep our house clean, clean with good deeds. Not sleeping around on your wife, staying unhappy, focusing the energy to that unhappiness, but kind words to your wives. And brothers, we must hear good words, all the energy you receive. Brothers must hear good words. Kind words. See, there's different types of words. You want to use kind words, words that belong to the creator, are words of kind. That kind of word belongs to that kind of creator. So you know that kind of sound, that kind of sound resonates with, and hopefully that's why the sound resonates with you when you listen and download KOS because of the tones, the higher tones. If there are children, you must see to their support. See, the prophet didn't leave himself, you, your child, your wife, your husband, anyone out. Just as the prophet Jesus didn't leave anyone out. All are one. Follow this divine principle. There go divine. For if you don't restrict to this divine principle, then you are not a true more. You are not building your temple of Solomon, the soul of man, the immortal, the true more, the immortal. And the heads are not to charge for membership or to overcharge for cards, buttons, or for anything issued by the prophet. Those who contribute to either of the pro- of the preceding are not more or immortals, but robbers. Remember how the scripture or prophet Jesus tell you that there's a treasure that can be stolen by thieves. The thief come by night. So we want to pay strict and close attention. See, because there's some very powerful things that all these prophets are delivering. If we can just have the ear to hear And as we was bringing about the most powerful thing in the universe, I want to share what the prophet Noah Drew Ali shared about the tongue, about the tongue. To this, we're going to open up the floor.
can bring this such a divine topic. I hate to bring such a divine topic. We have to bring this open circle to a close. But we're going to squeeze all the lemon juice out of this truth. Because we're tapping into the most powerful thing in the universe is the words of the creator. Tongues from the prophet Noble Jew Ali. One of the most difficult things in this world to get control of is the human tongue. Kipling never wrote anything more truer than when he wrote that. Man may hold most any post if he'll only hold his tongue. Before you set your tongue to action, before you set your tongue to action, Get it. Like they say, get it done. Get it under control. Before you set your tongue in action, get it under control. A single tongue can do more harm in the world than a battalion of soldiers. For soldiers can kill but bodies. For soldiers can kill but bodies. While the tongue, while the tongue can kill reputations and characters. Can kill reputations and characters. Really, it is too bad that we have no laws to curb tongues from being, I mean, from lying. Now, think about that. There's no laws governing the tongue. This is what the prophet Noble Jew Ali is bringing, why he's instituting the ancient, timeless, old teachings of ancient Timeless immemorial of wisdom beyond the cycles of ages of the divine principles. That there's no laws to curb the tongue from lying and scandalizing. But you never read the story, read the story about Lago from Othello. Lago plays this character of the scandalous. Of that curb and tongue that lies and destroys the character of the wife of, of, of Othello. So, in that story, Lago not only destroyed the reputation and the pure character of Othello's wife, Desdemona, but even through his wife, he killed her. He even destroyed Othello. And killed her body. So this is why it's important to understand the tongue. Soldier kills body. 
but the tongue kills character. Compel your tongue. This is from the prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Compel your tongue to speak helpful messages. Compel your tongue to speak helpful or else keep it still. So we see why our ancient ancestors say, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say it at all. Compel your tongue to speak helpful messages or else keep it still. Make, once again, make, make it a rule. Make it a rule of your life to use your tongue, your tone, for high purposes only. For high purposes only. Make that a rule of your life for the use of your tongue. Resolve. Then he armed you with a soul, armed you with resolve. Resolve to speak to of man or woman of no other way unless you speak of good qualities of that man or woman. No one ever gained happiness out of injuring the feeling. Now that's Prophet Noble Drew Ali. That's the prophet. I imitate. That's the prophet that Allah sent for the Moorish Americans, as the prophet Allah sent Jesus for the Israelites. So the prophet Noble Drew Ali tells us no one ever gained happiness out of injuring the feelings of a man or woman or character of someone else. So we're going to end, and we're going to end on this positive note. From the last words of the prophet, Prophet Noble Drew Ali. No one ever failed. No one ever failed to get happiness by speaking well of other people. No one ever failed to get happiness by speaking well of other people. So learn. So this is why the prophets say learn. So learn as if you were to live forever. So learn as you were to live forever. as if you were to die tomorrow. Speak high purposes only. With that, family, concludes 
tonight's meeting, the lessons of tonight's meeting. And now we open the floor to the council members and any callers that's on the line remaining. Thank you again to all listeners and downloaders. Floor is open. Peace and love, family. Shalom, peace and love. As you speak, I can feel no withdrawal presence. I ain't nothing left for me to say. But my ears have heard. And my mission is the same as our beloved prophet. It don't get no sweeter than North Carolina. Being born there, right on the Mexican Dixon line. You see that highway? The center. So beautiful. So well said. I hear the flow. Shalom and peace and love to the council. That was divinely prepared. The reflection of self of one's tone, one's words is the true nature. Of oneself, every thought, every word, and every deed. The results of the tongue can be detrimental in every moment. I realize more and more how detrimental it can be. That's why I am appreciative of these lessons. And it's like I said, it was truly divine. Well, very, very well put. It is beautiful times when that love can be shared. And it's a beautiful thing. Like I said, it, this, this, this lesson on the most powerful vehicle is definitely, definitely one for the money. One for the money. I hope the downloaders have uh, downloaded until they... KOS accounts. Definitely one for the money. But peace on earth and goodwill to me, and I yield the floor. Praise Praise Allah. Allah. Beautiful. Beautiful. All is divine. Praise Allah. The law that's in each and every one of you. We receive a law by receiving each other. 
that the Allah that is in each and every one of us is our voice. We all have a unique voice. So let's put our unique voice into high purposes only. And let's change the world. Let's change the environment. Let's change the condition of each and every last soul. And it begins by telling your next soul the good qualities. As the Prophet Jesus and Prophet Noble Drew Ali spoke of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And those are divine qualities. All you got to say is let there be. And God saw the light. I'm going to adjourn our meeting. According to the circle set. In the divine principles of being. Be love. Be truth. Be peace. Be freedom, be justice, and all is divine. Praise Allah and praise Allah in you. Peace and love, everyone. Peace and love. Peace and love.